Welcome everyone to the Milky Podcast, the podcast that took the seat of popular culture until it explodes all over your face. As always, I am David Davis. And... Children sing and rejoice. It's Boulamon. Merry Christmas, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. A phrase not heard since uh, Boo invited those three girls back to his place a few weeks ago. And... Hola! <laughs> Uh, Charles Wright would be proud. Um, so we're here, and uh, would you believe it is a Milky It podcast? Yes, I know it's been a while, but uh, we, we are back, and it's not a normal podcast today. Uh, we are just having a general sort of catch-up chit-chat, because uh, anyone who heard the last podcast, which was me basically sort of giving you an outline of what's going on with Milky It and uh, the Milky It productions, um, we will be relaunching in January, so we'll have a brand new podcast uh, style. It'll still be the Milky It podcast, but uh, uh, it will be a, a sort of a general chit chat plus various bits and pieces that will be unveiled in January. Um, but we thought it would be a good idea that we get together tonight and um, we, we're going to have a bit of a catch up. And there's, there's a few things that have been happening while we've been away. But uh, Boo, would you like to do the uh, the usual? It's the Milking It podcast. David, don't mind if I do. Christmas time, mistletoe and wine, children singing. <clears throat> some kind of religious rhyme but that doesn't matter because we're back we're back for you we've missed you you've missed us let's get it going it's the milking it podcast It's just going to be the geek news. We're going to run through a few bits and pieces. So um, I've got a list of stuff that we haven't spoken about because um, we, we weren't around in November, um, as I explained last time. Um, we we kind of took November off, which is it, it, it was a weird sort of parallel because we did the same last year as well. So um, it, November seems to be our kind of walk away, have to deal with shit kind of. Month. No show November. That's that's us. Yeah, no show November is is definitely something that, that it hopefully won't be the the case in in 2015. 2015. That sounds like the future. Futuristic yeah. year of 2015. Oh my god, we we are old men, sir. Um. 
But yeah, so uh, my computer sorted out, like I said. I had some malware problems uh, and uh, managed to get that sorted. A uh, few personal bits and pieces that both of us have dealt with. Um, and we're, we're here. And, um, oh, fuck's sake. And would you, and can you imagine Dave's phone going off? <laughs> That's, do you know what? That is my alarm because I, um, Milksters, I, <laughs> I did a, a, a night shift last night that I wasn't expecting to do and did not enjoy um, in my job. So, uh, excuse me for having an alarm going on. That's that's gonna that's gonna stay in. Um, so, the first thing we need to talk about is uh, picking it from my list. Tusk. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, yes, what a great way to start the show, Dave. You've seen it, I've seen it, so um, yes. we really uh, un- should discuss. Unlike a, a Totally Insane Tape Show uh, episode, we've both seen this uh, this particular Oh uh, Well, uh, if you follow the Totally Insane Tape Show or any of the Milk and It Multiverse guys on mm. Facebook or Twitter, that's uh, myself, Mr. Davis, and of course Dino Peppers, you'll have seen Dino's early review of Tusk. And um, yeah, he wasn't happy. No, no, not at all. And uh, to be fair, I, I kind of agreed with him with what he was saying. Um, Absolutely, there was a, there was a lot wrong with the film. I will say now that I definitely enjoyed it. What it was, um, it's a film that I could sit through once, and I have done. But there was a lot, there was a lot wrong with it, and um, all the points everyone seems to agree on. So, Dave, let's 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 start it off. Um, um, tell tell the good people at home the general gist. Uh, I know if long-time listeners know the background, um, but um, but retell the story of how Tusk came to be. Okay, so if you're a fan of um, Kevin Smith, you'll know this already, but uh, excuse me, give me this uh, this moment to speak. Um, basically... Magic Ke- moment. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith on his Smodcast uh, podcast with uh, him and Scott Mosier... Um, they had an episode where they were discussing a fake advert that was placed on Gumtree in the UK. Um, the advert was a guy saying that he had a room to rent, but it would be free if the individual who took the room was willing to dress as a walrus for one hour a day and, uh, and act out certain fantasies for this guy. It turns out, obviously, it was a fake advert. It was a parody. The, the guy who wrote the advert actually ended up being a producer on the film. Kevin found him out and, and got him involved. Um, so they talked about it in this podcast. And throughout the podcast, they kind of expanded on it. And it became an idea of, oh, this could be like a body horror, sort of a human centipede style horror film. You know, this guy who's going to sew this other guy inside a walrus costume, blah, blah, blah. So by the end of the podcast, you can hear a moment where Kevin goes, I'm going to make this. So within six months of that podcast happening, he got the funding, he got the actors, and he was recording the actual uh, the actual film um, as part of what it now turns out is going to be a trilogy, a Canadian trilogy filmed outside of Canada, but a Canadian trilogy. So... Tusk has finally hit. It's now on uh, a number of video-on-demand sites. I think it's now on iTunes. You can download it. It had a limited release in the States. Um, well, actually, no. It had a, a release in the States that was too many uh, screens, unfortunately. Um, it's got a limited release in the UK in a uh, from Boxing Day, I think. So you can go and watch it. Um, I've seen it. Boo's seen it. It's... Ah... <sighs> uh, I don't want to say disappointing, but it's two films in one. 
this is my opinion okay so so it's two films in one there is a very strong kind of body horror film for the first 40 minutes and then it just disappears it's just there is no there's no ending to it there's no it's you know those ideas you have when you sat around with your friend and uh, you've you've had a drink or you you you've partaken in whatever your mind mallet is um it's it's that it, there is just no structure to the ending Johnny Depp turns up in it and just ham-fistedly just <laughs> just is he it's it, John, he, Johnny Depp sorry I've got to say something Johnny Depp has had the worst appearance of anybody any famous people in any Kevin Smith movie he is uh, he, including Bruce Willis he is Inspector Clouseau but not in, not Clouseau from the films Clouseau from the uh, TV series the, the the cartoon series of the Pink Panther he is just doing that He's got the false nose, and everything. And you're just like, what, what the fuck are you doing? It took me eight, it took me a little while. It dawned on me. I was like, oh fuck, that is Johnny Depp, dude. This film has mass um, has massive identity issues. My main, my main, main. Well, I have two main, massively main problems with this movie. Right. One, the big reveal should be at the end. If any, you know, if any yes, decent yes, horror yeah, film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Within the, as Dave said, within the first forty minutes, you have seen the entire t- like body horror walrus suit, not from like little hidden shots or half shots in the shadow, in full light. Yeah. And my second major issue with this movie is that there is not one likable character. You don't really care that the guy is being turned into a walrus. You don't really care that he's missing. You don't really care about the people looking for him. You don't really care about the inspector who's meant to be investigating this. You don't really care about the bad guy either. You just don't care about anybody. And for me, that that's a no-no. You have to want someone to survive. And, like, I don't give a shit if they all died. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say. But in terms of a movie, that is literally how I felt. And the kid from The Sixth Sense has got the weirdest face on a human I've ever seen. It's like a fucking marrow with eyes, isn't it? It's, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. It's like it is. It's like someone's drawn little eyes and nose and a mouth on, a, on like a, on like a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- th- that aside, uh, his little pumpkin face, bless him. Um, oh. uh, yes, I, I totally agree. There, there is no character involved in it. That you think, oh yeah, okay, I'm with him now, or I'm with her now, or oh, and there was opportunities to make the female. Uh, I, I'm really sorry that I can't remember the, the the actress's name, but the the main female that's in it, she could have been such a strong character. She wasn't. You know, this is not a film that has strong characters. They are people who drop in, talk, drop out. And I, I mean, in a way, you're kind of meant to think, oh, I wish she wouldn't bother with him, like the main character, because he's a yeah, womanizer and he's rude and, yeah. he's, and he's yeah, he's a prick. That's the whole thing. In fact, in a way, by the end of the film, you're like, well, he fucking deserved it. Yeah, completely. <laughs> but there's, there's also that end. There's, there's like a ten minute bit at the end, which I, I don't. I'm not going to spoil it because the milkster's obviously. Don't, don't say anything. Man, I'm with you though. Right, there's the a ten minute bit at the end, and you're just like, what the fuck, really? Because no one would notice that that guy is in that state, and you just like really, that's not no. Obviously, obviously, yeah. we're big fans of Kevin Smith's output. Oh, however, fuck me, yeah. I think on this occasion it's a miss. Um, oh, fuck, what, this is would, this is worse than Jersey it, Girl. Yes, uh, I would say it's a watch once, as I said, movie. 
Um, I'm still looking forward to the Krampus anthology uh, coming up. So there's still a lot of hope for the Kevin Smith club. Um, But Tusk is not one that I could recommend fully, in all honesty. No, completely. I'd, I'd agree with that. I think um, even though it is the adventures of a couple of podcasters, but uh, <laughs> you know, but he, even that is oh, okay. Just dropping stuff. Um, but even that is, it just comes across as hackneyed and forced in, and there's like even the point where it gets the oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's hard for me to explain how disappointed I was with the film um, it, it, it's one that we've talked about probably across six or seven episodes of the Milking Podcast oh, um, so, if anything it's made me look forward to the Human Centipede 3 oh I, 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 I can't claim that but yes so right <laughs> this is me drawing a line under Tusk uh, so we, we need not discuss that I'm sure there will be further discussion on uh, the Totally Insane Tape Show with yourself and Dino. But I think we well, that's it. We've, we've talked about Tusk now. We've both seen it. We've both From its inception to this review, we have talked about it uh, a few times. So ad, I, I, ad I think nauseum, we, sir. Ad yes. nauseum, sir, as we say here in the show. So I think we did all right. I think so. I think so, indeed. Uh, do you see the stuff about the, the, the Sony hack that's happened? I have... Dave, with, we, I have been looking online because some of so much interesting stuff coming out mm. of that Sony hack. More today. Um, if I can just go through my two favourite bits of news with you from the hack. Of course. Um, of course. Well, no, my, my three, because my third one, it just kind of makes me laugh. I've got nothing against the woman, but it did make me scoff. Um, first of all, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm. Yes, tell us also. Proper animated in association with Nintendo and um, Shigeru Miyamoto a fully proper real Super Mario Brothers movie and you know what great that is a brilliant idea I'm really yes. looking forward to that and it's exciting because the Sonic the Hedgehog movie will be released round about the same time can you can you imagine can you imagine David, yes Sonic versus Mario at the at the box office at the it cinema been, yes we haven't had a Nintendo versus Sega face off since the mid 90s exciting very yes. exciting Yes, definite geek boner over that. That that sounds like a My second piece of news that came off it mm. was the news of the Ghostbusters universe. Did you hear about this? No. Aha! <laughs> Channum Tatum. Uh, Tatum. Tatum, yes. Oh, magic. Mind. Yes. Uh, and Chris <laughs> and uh, Chris Pratt from the Guardians of the Galaxy Amazing, want, their, yes. want their own spin-off Ghostbusters movie from the all-female one. Whoa, 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 whoa. We all want our own spin-off. <laughs> well, of course we do. <laughs> However, they want their own spin-off um, of the female one, and they want to make it the new universe, Batman Begins-esque. Like, they want to make a new, darker, but funny Oh, my God. We're, we're, are we back and to, onto Chris And you know Nolan. what, Dave? To that I say, leave the fucking Ghostbusters alone. Leave it alone. Ghostbusters. dum 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 in a city where fear runs rampant, and the unknown is gonna be unknown. From the makers of Twenty One Jump Street, stop right there! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Back the fuck up! <laughs> no, that, that that sounds dreadful. Um, and the th- I'm sorry, my last little bit that I quite yes, thought, I thought was quite funny, and um, again, I've got nothing against her. Um, well, they said 
one, they're sick of making Adam Sandler movies, which I... Which, that's no, I'm, sick of, I'm sick of fucking watching them, so... Yeah. I, I, I like, <laughs> hey, I like Sandler, but maybe, yeah, his movies not so much. Yeah. Um, but they described... Um, they're talking about the movie Cleopatra and how they wanted to change um, somebody over. They wanted Jennifer Lawrence instead of uh, Angelina Jolie. And Angelina Jolie apparently threw a bit of a wobble, and mm. uh, they described her as a sport brat. And I can imagine. I, I'm sure that I'm sure she does a lot of good for charity in that. Oh. I'm sure a lot of these celebrity types do. Their agents set it up for them. You know, I, I know that. So there are some genuinely nice people out there. Some genuinely nice celebrities. Um, but I'm sure that some of the ch- more charitable ones have a lot of that set up to make them look good. Um, and I, I just I don't know. I, I get like a whole vibe from Angelina Jolie that she. Was so we, do, we need we need to explain. Why this? Why this leak has happened? Because uh, if anything, it's pushed me to want to watch the film even more. So there's, there is a film, the name of which I, I wish I'd written down. The interview. There we go. The interview, uh, which is a Seth Rogen film. Yeah, and James Franco. James, ah, oh, James Franco, who I have a, a, a massive respect for. James Franco as an actor, I think, is absolutely amazing. Um, uh, so basically, it's a film which de- deals with the idea of trying to assassinate um, the leader of North Korea. Um, um, yes, uh, King Jong-un. But the problem is, Dave, that loads of places are cancelling or not showing the movie now. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I, although, I'll stand by this, didn't happen with Hot Shots, did it? So... You know, um, Maybe Saddam thought Hot Shots was really fucking funny. Because it was. I know I, I, know I did. <laughs> it was a great... Oh, okay. oh no, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Has anyone, is everyone forgetting a little movie called Team America? There has been various films uh, along the way that have taken the piss or you know, satirised uh, various things. But yeah, they seem to have um, reacted quite uh, extremely to this particular film. Despite the fact they haven't watched it. So uh, never, ever underestimate the impact of a knee-jerk reaction, kids. An ancient evil that feeds on the sick and demented, which once haunted videos that were rented, are back to turn the blood to ice of all of those who own a personal digital device. On VHS, DVD and Blu-ray too, in your pants it may make you Therefore, celebrate and rejoice Peppers and Lamont as they tell tales of films you should and should not want. The Totally Insane Tape Show is something you should not fear. Listen to it with some food snacks and a beer. To find it, go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud and TuneIn Radio... No excuses to these sites. You must go. And to find out whence the evil comes from, go online and look at totallyinsanetapeshow.com. <laughs> ah. 
Hello, uh, pretend Cockney TV presenter Russell Brand here, Dinkle, Ballbag, etc. When I'm not trying to start a faux revolution or get my end away, corblimey, I like to visit facebook.com forward slash milking it. It's full of geeky goodness, ain't it? Sighting, if anything. Dinkle, tight trousers, etc. Revolution? Anyone? So did you watch? Did you watch the uh, Vince McMahon Stone Cold podcast? I did. I did. Um, Vince McMahon blew blew my mind with some concept. I feel. I feel quite frankly. Having, uh, quite frankly, having been around the business for eleven, uh, nine, twelve years now. Quite frankly, I kind yes. of. I have uh, a clue. I quite, get it. Quite frankly, yes, yeah. But I've always been a an advocate of. Oh, we. I came in as a wrestler. We're wrestlers. What Vince McMahon said kind of blew my mind because he was right. Quite um, frankly. I've been, I've been involved in some ridiculous angles which have nothing to do with wrestling, really. So I'm a sports. Ent- I was a sports entertainer, and like like he said, uh, you know, Austin was like, "Well, you know, Vince, I I came in, I was a wrestler," and he went, "Oh, you, you know, Steve. Quite frankly, I've seen you sing and play on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, quite frankly, quite frankly, yes. Quite frankly, frankly, and, I, and I was just like, "Fuck, he's still he's so right." Like, um. Vince, if you're listening, you you still got it. Don't go anywhere. Just because people are talking shit about, actually, that's something I can't go into for personal reason. Yeah, yeah. But just know that the the main people's opinions. You you still got it, Vinny man. You still got it. I thought it was a, a very engaging, entertaining interview. Um, if you've not had a chance to listen to it, Mel says, please do, because it is really good. It's, it's uh, available for free on uh, Stone Cold's podcast, uh, as if we're going to give a plug for Stone Cold's podcast, as if he needs uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, only I got some alpha brain. And uh, it, it's available on there. It's uh, on Podcast One. It's also available on the network, which, as we all know, <coughs> is available for nine ninety nine. Um, $9.99. But still not in the UK, which is uh, something else we, we will chit-chat about in, in further episodes. Because uh, Sky seemed to have put a... F- oh, I was going to swear really badly then. Uh, Sky seemed to have put a... Uh, a, a, a what's the phrase? Um, kibosh, Dave. Yeah, the kibosh on it. They, uh, they, they've thrown a cog in the works, if you will. Um, so it looks like the network is going to be delayed possibly till early February in the UK. So we're coming up on a year after it was launched in the US. I've had it, as we know, we've, we've discussed this on the, 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 the Booking podcast, I've had it since it was launched, and it is great. There's so many things on it. It's really, um, I, really I am good. privy, I have, I have watched through various means the entire series of the Monday Night Wars so far, and it has been fantastic. The yes. ECW Unleashed was brilliant. Yeah, um, did, you, did you see part oh, two of that? I've seen both parts. Absolutely, oh, it's so good. Yeah, day, yeah. Sorry, the revelation that he wanted to book my favourite wrestler of all time, yes. Kenta Kabashi, and Kibashi, uh, Nick yeah. Sauer in uh, for Heat Wave '97 blew yeah. my tiny and little mind. Ended honestly. up with Hakushi and um, Sabu. It was Sabu uh, Rob Van Dam. Uh, RVD versus... and Sabu versus Hayabusa. Hayabusa and Shinsei yeah. Jin, Jinsei Shinzaki. Hayabusa. AKA A.K.A. Uh, yes, <coughs> Harkushi, who a uh, friend of the show, Aisha Ray, actually worked for out in Japan. No, last year. seriously. I know, and I know, apparently I he was um, absolutely awesome dude. So oh, big shout out to former WWE superstar Harkushi. Thank you, Jinsei Sam. Yes, I mean, Jinsei Um uh, Hayabusa, who had one of the worst injuries oh my God. I've ever seen. Sorry, 
I'm sorry. You, as soon as you say Hayabusa, the image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that. It's, it, For those it, that don't know, was it a shooting for, star or? Oh, it's a, it was a, a, a lion soul. Lions, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rope slipped and. <coughs> Excuse me. Actually, made it me. Is, no, it is. It's, it's an awful. It's, it's awful so disturbing. It's so yeah. disturbing. It's unreal. So. So yeah. yeah. He broke his neck. Uh, he made a couple of appearances last year at some uh, Japanese. I was say, I'm sure I saw some pictures of him with canes walking and kind of. He's walking. Just and about. I mean, thank God, yeah. but that is a life. That could have been so much more if it wasn't for that accident. He was a we're great talking, wrestler. I read the, the FMW sorry, stuff. I remember talking of which. Um, sorry to keep cutting you off. Did you read Jim Ross's um, article about draws today? My, oh my God, no! Uh, oh, was it, it on Fox it, Fox Sports? Yes, 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 I did. Yeah, really, on, inter- on really interesting. Um, especially the revelation that he uses uh, small amounts of marijuana to maintain his headaches and gets his mum to give him his pipe. <laughs> I don't know what you what you, what, what you're referring to, but uh, yes. I know, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm just, I, I'm just saying. Hey. It's been, you know, it's been 15 years. He was 30 when it happened. I know. 50, and, that's insane that it was 1999. Was, was it? It happened. Yes, of course it was, Dave. That is. That's just. Where, where is that time gone? Making me sound like an old man. Oh, but oh, yeah, man. Jesus, that's insane. He's gonna. Yeah, completely. And they talk about that, and they they talk about um, the the accident. And and, and Delo, to be fair, his career never really recovered from that. Delo felt a great sense of guilt. He he yeah. rang him up a lot, and you know, and I know that I think I believe they're still in contact to this day. Yeah, I mean, because obviously Delo ended up in TNA and became a, a, a booker for them and a, a, a road agent, sorry. He's a road agent, he does. He checks out some of the talent when they come over to the UK. He's a very nice gentleman, as is Al Snow. Yeah, completely, but I, I just can't imagine, you know, it, it, that's your job and that, that happens, how you deal with that. It, it must be a horrible, horrible thing to go through. But yeah, it, it's one of those freak accidents. And um, and for years they used that that uh, image of him being lifted out on the stretcher as part of their please don't try this at home uh, taking a lifetime to do what I do alright China calm down yeah alright love yeah um, we were talking about the network uh, going back to wrestling uh, very quickly um, there is a, a, a great special on um, the DX Uncensored where they do like a sit down interview with Michael Cole God bless him. Um, uh, Vintage Cole. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, So they they talk about stuff um, to do with how it formed and everything else. There is a very honest chit chat for about five or ten minutes about China, which is really interesting. Oh, really? I I haven't seen this. If you get a chance, check it out. Uh, And milksters yourself. This isn't just a conversation between myself and Boo. Um, But yeah, uh, check it out. It's well worth listening to. Uh, It's funny, but I was actually reading about that last night. Um, the China thing. I'm one of the few people in the world that have re- had read her book when it came out. And when she she found love letters from Stephanie McMahon to Triple H that went back a year, and when she mm. approached Vince McMahon about it, McMahon's reaction was, "Well, I quite frankly, I think the jig is up." Yeah, that was it. Quite Told frankly. her to go home. Fired her the next day. Yeah, and and she was making amazing money for a diva. There is no diva who has ever made the money that China made. Um, talking of which, if you'd like to uh, see Sunny naked, you can uh, contact her via her Twitter. Apparently, um, she is doing uh, live uh, naked Twitter chats with people. So uh, get on Skype and uh, 
season... If this was 95, maybe, <laughs> but it's not. It's 2014. Seriously, have, but, you, have you not heard about Tammy, this? Tammy, give it a break. Uh, she, seriously, she, she is offering for $50, which, let's face it, is, what, for uh, 35 quid? You can uh, see you all, know that... all the sunny you want, sir. I've I've seen like like about ten years ago when the when I first really got the internet and I was younger and you know frantically masturbating masturbating all the time. <laughs> oh, you remember that? Um, <laughs> yes, I I had to uh, remove there, you from the shop floor several her... times. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a website with her and oh, Major Guns, um, uh, Missy Hyatt, as well as Missy Hyatt. Yeah. They had that major. I cannot remember. Oh was god, it yeah, wrestling vixens or something like yes, that. Yes, that was, the, and oh, April Hunter Christ. as well. If you guys know, but yeah, they were all on there getting naked. Getting Imagine their me out. Remain, <laughs> remembering that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I remember that. There was oh, they looked dreadful. Even yes, then. they did, and it was like fake pillow fights or them in the shower together, or yeah, or that. Yes, there was lots of... And then uh, hardcore pornography was, was available and this, everywhere. And this kind of chat is why we don't have advertisers. <laughs> what next, sir? Have you anything you want to discuss? Or shall I go to the next thing on my I list? I don't feel, Dave, that we've, dis- we've discussed... Um, we are at the time of the year when all the big-name games have come out. And I'll be honest, I have played them all. Bar none. I have had so much time on my hands, mm. and I'm, I'm a big trader that I can honestly say, hand on my heart, that I have played 95% of the biggest releases this year uh, in terms of the Christmas. Okay, period. so th- th- we are officially going into games news. <laughs> okay, so, so um, can we start very, very, very quickly with a game that you haven't played? Name uh, it. Okay, WWE 2K15. That's not a real game. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll start with this very quickly. Uh, my review, literally five-minute review. Oh, um, no, please. I want to hear your opinion, sir. It's, Lay it on me. I, I, I really like it. I really enjoy playing it. I can understand the frustrations people have with it. I can understand why people are annoyed that they've taken out a load of stuff uh, compared to other generations. Um, I played it on 360 before the Xbox One version came out. Came out? Aimed out. He came out like a wrecking ball. (laughs) 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 I played it on 360 before the Xbox One version came out. Uh, That was okay. It was exactly the same as last year's on the Xbox 360. um, Just obviously with with stuff removed. The Xbox One version looks beautiful. There are some great character models. Um, There are some great uh, uh, bits and pieces in it in terms of the career mode. That's really cool. Um, the DLC is interesting. Uh, today, when we're recording, the uh, WCW DLC came out. Can you imagine the WCW DLC? Uh, so I have paid an extra six quid on top of what I've paid for that game to be able to play as Fit Finley and Lord Stephen Regal. I think that may have redefined my status as a mark. Um Page was a, a freebie because I've got the season pass for the um, the actual uh, season mode on it, which is really good, really good fun. Um, although I, I, I'm 
kind of I don't know how they've worked out which rivalries we'd like to play. CM Punk versus John Cena. That, CM... that famous heady feud that lasted all of the <laughs> It's how many times do I want to play a, a, a match as CM Punk? Yeah, probably four or five. That's fine. But then, how many times do I want to play as John Cena? I would never play as John Cena in an exhibition match on it. So why are you making me play? Right, it's 19 matches, this whole season thing. The, the only reason I've got the season pass is because there's an Ultimate Warrior one coming up, which will give me the Macho King, Randy Savage. Diggard. Um, oh, the retirement match. There we go. There yes, we go. yeah, yeah. I like, the, that. I like that match. That's Warrior's be- literally Warrior's best match. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. It gives me. It also gives me the Iron Sheik and various other people that uh, Sid as a manager and things like that. But yes, so overall, I enjoy it. Um, there are moments in the game that feel a little bit sort of quick time event. So you're waiting for the animation to finish before you can do something. The the, the pace of the matches on the next gen is a lot more realistic that doesn't mean it's more enjoyable to play i think um they had it right with the kind of yeah we can just pick people up do the next thing blah, blah, blah. um it's a shame they've got with the, the create the finisher as well because that was that was a good point um the create uh, arena is gone which i just I, I i used to enjoy doing the 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 sort of community creations thing for this game is nowhere near as good as the last time. So, overall, <laughs> I'd give this 7 out of 10, sir. <laughs> That's a very Bret Hart mark to give it. <laughs> <laughs> 4 out of 10, yeah. 4 out of 10. No, um, I, I will be giving it a try. Um, <clears throat> yes, I will, I will sort you out, sir. Yes, thank you, thank you, sir. Promos ahoy. Um, no, uh, it is good, but it, like, it does look beautiful. In terms of animation, like I've watched videos of people yes, having yeah. matches where um, even little things like the way that they climb to the top rope, it looks like it's presented on TV. Yes, yeah. Oh, so, like, like that, yeah, very, very nice, very nice, David. Yeah. So, is that what you've been playing recently? That's pretty much kind of taken over, yeah, the the other games, sort of Lego Batman and Assassin's Creed and that sort of stuff. But yeah, it, that, that's kind of my go-to. Oh, that, sorry, I, I lied. There's another game I haven't played, which is Assassin's Creed, but I'm holding back because I've heard P- bad please, things. I was going to say, please do. <laughs> it, looks, to fuck. It, it looks beautiful, but yes, it is. Oh, it, you will destroy a controller playing that game. It's um, the, the very quickly. It, 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 you know the thing of Assassin's Creed where you do the kind of free run and you go up the walls and everything else. Because they've put more um, environmental stuff, so there's, there's actual insides to buildings now, so you can run through the buildings or you can go. Up. It, there are so many times where you will fail a mission because you're running towards a building and then and you, you go through, through and you're you like jump through a window, yeah, and you're fucking humping a book. <laughs> You're like you're fucking humping a bookcase, and you're just like, no, I don't, no, stop shagging the bookcase. I, I want to go through the, through the door, and then you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dave, if you're a fan of Assassin's Creed, the best Assassin's Creed uh, game they've made uh, that ever made came out this year, but it's not called Assassin's Creed. Uh, it's called Shadows of Mordor. Have you heard of this day? Mm. Yes, one, um, one I haven't <clears> checked out. But yeah, I finished yeah. it. Yeah, I finished it yesterday. Okay. Imagine. The combat from Batman Arkham, 
the uh, absolutely fluid controls and uh, climbing and uh, parkour is the word I was looking for abilities parkour, yeah. of Assassin's Creed with the free roaming of a Skyrim, and that is what you get. It is a class all unto itself, and, pos- and it's before um, <clears throat> before kind of last week when I got it. Um, I had my kind of top five games of the year, and now I've had to take one out and slot in Shadows of Mordor. It is fantastic. Beautifully presented. Um, The the combat is second to none. Just a really, really good game. Everything about it is fluid. Um, I'm not even a Tolkien fan, and uh, it's just really, really good game. As we say on everything I'm on, highly recommended. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay, I might have to uh, to check that out. No, I've kind of I've filled my game quota for this year, I think, because I've also been playing Lego Batman Three, which I think you've uh, you've had. I, I, we both we both yes. have wins. Lego Batman Three. Um, I really like it, but I do feel like there was the thing that was missing from Lego Batman Three was mm. a decent hub. Like, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we've discussed... I don't know whether we discussed this No, we, we, record we discussed or, this off record, yeah. Oh, God, imagine us having conversations that we don't record, Dave. They're terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, really, really good. Uh, however, I do miss the ability of just uh, of just flying around, landing on buildings and, and that kind of thing. It was because, like, Lego Marvel had that brilliant thing of you were up in the... Uh, whatever the fuck. I'm not a Marvel guy, so... Um, you were up in that spaceship thing and then you could go I mean the Avengers the helicarrier there we go the helicarrier um, so you could oh, go wow. then from there wherever you want to go this does not have that this puts you in the situation of you're either yeah, you, you're up in space and then oh you could go here or you could go to the back cave or you could go to the moon or you could go to, and you're never quite sure where you're going to get more characters or get it's once you finish the game it's kind of a hodgepodge of oh where do i go next and and that's that's a problem i think it, it's just not as organized as lego marvel but it, it, it is a great game though i, I really enjoyed playing it the story mode was was brilliant the uh, the extra bits and pieces you can do the fact that kevin smith's in it made me smile um but yeah just it, it does suffer for that hood it's mm. So continuing with games, you you played stuff I haven't. Can you imagine? Well, I just want to start with the game you have played, so we can play off each other, Mister Davis. Oh, okay. Alien Isolation. Ah, yes, we, we, we mentioned this last time because I played it and you hadn't. I was a big fan. Yeah. I now, really you enjoyed about it, it the experience on the show. Yeah. You described it as a locker simulator. Yes, I I did refer to the fact that I, I did spend ten minutes inside a locker. So yes. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with this game. But you, you, to be fair, and to be honest to you, monsters, I didn't finish it. You have. I have finished it, yeah. Right. I see things through to the end, David. Um, (laughs) Whereas I just... Even if I I fucking hate something, it's so rare that I don't finish something. Um, Example, case in point, Dead Island. I fucking hated it, and it, it, I, I. Oh dear God! Oh, Have you seen that there, there is another one coming? And apparently, yeah, it's mm, yeah. Hopefully, going to improve on that. Um, it but yes, like it, but yeah. Alien Isolation. The first, first like hour or two, I was like, oh, okay, it's not bad. And then, 
um, then then I encountered the alien and the yeah. I was like, okay, this is hard, but it's okay. And then um, I, I just started to dislike it as it went along. The game should have finished like four chapters before the end, um, and the ending was one of the most abysmal endings of the game I've ever played. Um, just the most unsatisfactory cutscene to finish the game ever. And that in no way has any bearing on the story. You know, it's just unnecessary. Uh, they could have done a real definitive end to the story, but instead they do the thing where they plan out hoping for another game. And I hate that. Oh, Cliffhanger yeah. endings. Because if it doesn't make enough money, then you're not going to get that satisfying finish. It's like buying half a book. Um, there was a game in the early 2000s called Psyops. It was made by Midway. And this game was absolutely brilliant. Everyone that played yeah. it thought it was incredible. Didn't sell enough copies, so they never made another one. The entire cutscene is the intro to, to PsyOps 2. Bastards. But yes, Alien Isolation, um, I, I felt very mixed about it, but in the end, I felt very dissatisfied with the ending. Some of the experience was cool, but yeah, eventually, um, the alien doesn't really become much of a threat in my eyes. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm quite glad I uh, traded that one. Last in. two games we're going to talk about today, Mr. David. Uh, okay. First one is uh, a, a first-person adventure through the Himalayas. Um, a few years ago, uh, Far Cry Four, uh, sorry, Far Cry Three came out, and uh, it was really, really good. Definitely better than the first two that had come before it. Hmm. Um, keeping in this uh, tradition, they basically made a, a brand new game, uh, retaining everything from Far Cry Three. Really hmm. enjoyed it. Um, a bit easy on the missions, um, but uh, lots of space to to um, to investigate. Uh, lots of weapons. Um, yeah, Far Cry Four definitely a, a noticed improvement upon the last one. And the last uh, game I'm going to talk about um, is going to uh, cause a couple of polarizing opinions, especially between friend of the show uh, Andrew Judas Carter and myself. However. I played Dragon Age and I didn't really like it. And that's one of the things, one of the few games that I haven't seen to the end. Um, I got about three or four hours in and I was just like, you know what? I'm not feeling this at all. I don't know where, and I don't want to invest 25 hours more of my life uh, into a game that I'm just not going to enjoy. I had a friend who said to me, um, it's a poor man's Skyrim. Yes, it is like a poor man's Skyrim, but it's, it's not like Skyrim where you've got the entire world right. open. There are different places you can go which are large, wide-open areas. But I traded it in for Shadows of Mordor, and I felt infinitely more satisfied in Shadows of Mordor as that style of game than I did with um, Dragon Age 3. I'm sure it is epic. I'm sure the storyline is really interesting, and I'm yeah. sure the combat is fantastic, but I, I just it just wasn't doing anything for me whatsoever. So um, I'm going to give that one a little bit of a miss. Uh, another time, maybe, when I've got more time on my hands. Yeah. Completely forgot Call of Duty. Fantastic acting. Really? From Kevin, from Kevin Spacey. If, if there are awards for performances in games, he should get one, because it was the most... Um, that was the most cinematic. He, he plays... Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to spoil anything. He's a very, very, very important character, and he's seen throughout the game. Um, but he really excels when he's on screen you stop and pay attention so um just a quick shout out for kevin spacey's performance in 
<laughs> a quick shout out for Kevin Spacey. Did you ever did you ever think you'd say that on the Milky podcast? So there's been some interesting news uh, in terms of the DC universe. I say DC universe because obviously you're used to us talking about the Marvel universe. Um, DC has traditionally been a, an animated universe, it, and but it seems like they've been using the animated universe as a tester for what will uh, fly in terms of uh, the uh, people who go to the cinema and watch. Um, Mr. Booley, the DC universe has expanded and includes people who want to commit suicide. Indeed. Uh, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground <laughs> is where we spent most of his days. Um, yes, they have confirmed the lineup for the mm. uh, Suicide Squad movie. Now, you may remember from our review earlier this year yep. that there was already a Suicide Squad movie uh, <sighs> from the DC Animated Universe that we raved about. It was a very, it, very high score from us right here with the Milk and podcast, did it not? It was great, to be fair, yeah. It was, it was really, awesome. really good, yeah. I said it's probably one of my favourite Batman movies ever, and he was in it the least, that very character. Yeah. Um, however, <clears throat> they have announced the cast for Suicide Squad. Uh, obviously, from my uh, Fresh Prince reference, uh, it's guaranteed that Will Smith will be in it playing Deadshot. Mm. Jared Leto is your new Joker. Sorry, uh, and, well, if we're talking Joker and Harley Quinn, are going to be played by Margot Robbie? So, for the first time, we're going to have yes. Harley and Joker together on screen. Amazing. Yes, cannot wait. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy will be playing Rick Flagg. Jay Tom, Tom Hardy, sorry, we, we have to. Tom Hardy, yes, in another DC Universe movie. Hello. Sticking, sticking with the DC kids, yeah. Yeah, the, I know. The, 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 everyone's favourite uh, snotty-faced vein. Oh! Hello. Yes. I not care about who I was until I put him in the Covering up the tattoos and, yeah, becoming a different character. Uh, Jay Courtney is Captain Boomerang, mate. And, uh, <laughs> I think, to be fair to him, they are referring to him as just Boomerang. Uh, got, yeah, yeah, he's been demoted. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, ju- he's just Private Boomerang. <laughs> my, um, my Private Boomerang is not something <laughs> I want to discuss on the Milk of podcast. Because... Boomerang, it sounds like a dessert named after me. Oh, see what he did there, kids? Boomerang. <laughs> it's like he took his neck. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, David. Yeah. They get it. Uh, also confirmed is Jesse Eisenberg will have a cameo as Lex Luthor to get, uh, ah. from the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice movie. There's been a rumour for the last week or so that Oprah Winfrey, or Oprah Winfrey, however you pronounce Oprah, her name. It's, it's Oprah, it's Harpo. Billionaire yeah. Oprah Winfrey was being considered for the role of Amanda Walker, who you may know as uh, she's the government official in charge a very very large lady she uh unfortunately she is not going to play it because that's been announced today oh it's uh, just been announced that viola davis yeah uh, i must admit i, I have no I, idea who she is i would quite happily have seen oprah do it i think oprah would have been or opera whatever whatever um yeah would have been a perfect fit for that that role um because they've cast someone who is like a size. 10 and let's face it <laughs> the, the role we're looking for is probably a size 25 I'm just looking at Viola Davis's Davis uh, film filmography mm. I have heard of one of her films that's it which is Get Rich or Die Trying because was that not the 50 cent or in the UK the 36 oh cents God. movie yeah yeah which had the, the 
um, did that have a, a, a game linked to it? Uh, no, the 50 Cent game. Hey, okay, if you take away the fact that it was 50, 50 Cent or 50 Cent as a kid. <laughs> You're going to say 50. Oh, you no, know. no, 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 no. Sorry, but um, there was a comedy sketch with 50 Cent in it the other day. Oh, where okay. It was a public service announcement the right. other day. Uh, sorry, I don't know if it was the other day. I saw it the other day where it was like a public service announcement from 50 Cent. And he said, listen, if you say Fiddy, you are either a black person or you're a white person trying to be cool. If you say there are 50 states in the USA, my name is Fiddy Cent, uh, 50 Cent. If you say, man, there, there's like 50 states in the USA, you say Fiddy. So that's that's the difference, basically. It's how you say it, Dave. But yes, there was a game, uh, Blood in the Sand, which was him um, cursing and shooting his way uh, through the Blood Middle East. Blood in the Sand, there we go, yeah, yeah. I remember that, I remember that settling for like four quid at some point. Worth every penny. <laughs> if you haven't changed it, Elk Milk says, yes, that's, that's one you need to definitely play. Uh, but yeah, that's a Suicide Squad movie. Mm. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure it, uh, it will be uh, just fine. So that was the milking it catch up. Uh, it's been a while and uh, we've missed you as much as you've missed us, but we're glad we got it done. Um, look out very soon for a, a Christmas special from the Milking It Multiverse. That's the totally insane tape show mixed in with a little bit of milking it to make a delicious Christmas sauce. Um, as always, thank you to John Sands for the music that tickles your ear each and every episode. Uh, we appreciate everything you do, sir. Um, I want to thank Mr. Dino Peppers, of course, for the artwork and for being such a a good co-host of the Totally Insane Tape Show, available now on iTunes and Stitcher, and also on our YouTube page. Uh, please search Totally Insane Tape Show in the uh, YouTube search bar and subscribe. So, uh, until next time, I've been Boulamont. And I am David Davis. And, of course, join us next time for more of a peeky at the world that is geeky, uh, right here at the Milky Podcast. Why? You want to milk it and you know. you got to milk it and you know. Welcome everyone to the Milking It podcast, the podcast that. Oh fuck! Welcome everyone to the Milking It podcast, the podcast that tugs the teeth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so hard? <clears throat> I'm talking about my penis. 